Hey, this is Matt from Star Tours. You're listening to the Mousecapades Podcast. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Happy Wednesday, Mousecapades listeners. We hope you're having an awesome week. This is Nick, and I'm here with Vicky, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. This is episode 366, and today we're going to be bringing you the latest news, rumors, and history. But before we get to it, we'd like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. And Nick's going to tell you what the current two blogs that have been added on since last week. I almost didn't have it up. You know, but I went ahead and I and I and I pulled it up before uh, you finished speaking. There, we have one. It's a video. It's it's dance with uh, Muziki and Harambe's drum circle. Am I saying that correctly? I hope so. Muziki yeah. and then Epcot's Father Christmas in the United Kingdom. Go ahead and check those out. That's by Vanda Bean. The video also by Vanda Bean as well. And then we also have celebrating Christmas with the candlelight processional at Epcot. And that is by someone new at Walt Express. I shouldn't say new, but a new blogger. And Lindsay Martin. So go ahead and check her out. We actually talked about that last week while you were gone. You just didn't know. Um, so, yeah, I am totally <laughs> clueless from whatever you all did when I was out. I have not listened so to So now him. we know he's not listened to us. I have even gave I'm you a shout out. I haven't. Did you really? Yes. I, I haven't listened to anything. I haven't listened. Not to totally me. rude. So was there any... Was there any errors in the Haunted Mansion episode? I know that I told you that. I saw that on okay. our on our social media. He said that everything was Thank fine. Goodness, because I t- I, I totally because you know I had a, we all had a lot going on with teaching. Right. Should have let my husband the do deadlines, it. the data, all that stuff, right? And then my trip coming up, taking care of my father, all that. So, which by the way, I'll get back to my dad here real quick. Um, I totally pieced that together so fast. I. I, I even like hit publish thinking oh, I didn't go over it. I didn't listen to it again. You I could have asked Brad no to finalize errors. it for you. Yeah, I was giving so him a little stressed. break. Anyway, listeners, I do want to say thank you so much uh, for all the you know the continuous um, texts that I keep getting. Uh, you know, asking if my father's doing okay and recovering well. He is. He wanted me to let you know. Wanted everyone to know around the world. Thank you so much for all the emails, the texts. The Facebook posts, messages, Instagram, all of the above. He sent me a picture. I don't have it with me right now, Vixter, but hopefully we can get Brad to upload it later on when well, this publishes. I can upload it. Okay. Well, yeah, even on the podcast, you know, like on the podcast notes, you can oh, okay. upload photos and stuff. Let's do that and possibly on our, our Mousecapades um, Facebook. podcast Facebook page, which I got to navigate quite a bit. I noticed that. I think I've learned. Getting a little friendly with it. I think I've learned, but no, I cheated. Except for you know you can do more than one picture at a time, right? I cheated. The reason why it's only one picture at a time, I know why. Because you went through Instagram? I did. I did. Oh, I, I did. thought so, you were actually doing no, it. No, on my Instagram, it pushes to our Twitter feed and our Facebook feed. No, so, I knew you could do that, but I didn't know that videos for sure would go through there. So anyway, yeah, so my bad. So that's why you did. But you can do more than one picture on Instagram, too. Yeah. But you just meant that's all you posted at a time. I'm not social media savvy. I got to figure that one out. 
I, I just don't get that because you are so tech savvy. I, I that am. Blows my. I mind. think it's laziness. I don't think it's really tech savviness. I think it's just pure laziness. So um, I was going to do this article last week, and my husband said I needed to save it for you because we had a lot of good lawsuit information last week, and we didn't want you. Oh, to we did, it. did we? Well, we. You'll have to go back and listen. I'm not going to repeat last week because that'd be boring for the people. But we did not get to this one because our show is running long. We. I wasn't sure if I was going to have enough because Brad's never done it with me before, but he wanted to fill in while you were out so we tried it he still says he does better behind the producers but everybody else gave me kudos to him they were right so i listened for like 30 seconds he's got a great podcast voice well he's yeah he's just got a deep voice but anyways he had fun and he loosened up at the beginning i'm like okay dude you're gonna have to talk because you hit he was like "Uh uh-huh right and i'm like no 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 you have to interact with me like we're just having a conversation forget that the microphone's on and then he did fine so this one is star wars author chuck windig which you probably heard about nick because you were at disney world got fired from the Marvel for his social media conduct. Did you hear about this? Maybe. Chuck Wendig uh, reportedly was fired from Marvel due to his social media contact. The New York Times bestselling author of the Star Wars Aftermath series tweeted to his fans, on uh, not this past Friday, but the Friday before, that he's no longer going to be working on Shadow of the Va- Shadow of Vader miniseries for the publisher. According to the article in The Hollywood Reporter, the Star Wars author had been... Um, fired for putting some things on his Twitter account. What did he put up there? Like, what what got him fired? It was negative things. I'm, I'm trying to read down, sorry. He took to Twitter and announced his removal, saying, oh, that he had too much about politics. It was vulgar, and it was negative on his part. And so he was released because of that. And I don't know what it said, because it didn't tell us, but it happened. Disney, Whoopi Goldberg, enough said. There you go. Right, well, I, that's what I was thinking, and so Brad thought you would like to be in on So this. I know I throw her name in all the time, but if that's the is that the actual statement released by Disney, that's the reason why? That's what he put. Oh. That's okay. what he said. Okay. And it said he proudly shares his liberal views drew, drew attention during conservatives with Ben Shapiro, Denise D'Souza with a series of tweets surrounding Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court. So I, d- I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't hear anything. No, and about I'm sure it. you could get on social media and read it. And check it out, right. Well they're gonna get rid of him, they might as well get rid of Whoopi. All right. I, they just, there's something about her. They keep her hanging on. I know, right? She does the exact same stuff all I, the time. I don't gets, get that part. And gets away with it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So let's move on. So what else? Did you have anything else? That's all in that case. Okay. I mean, okay. I, was there another one? Yeah, another but lawsuit? I'm waiting for you to talk. That's how this works. It's a little conversation. Oh, right, right. Oh, I have no, I, I have, know it's been a long time. I have nothing on that lawsuit. I, I no, didn't no, no, no. I meant I'm ready for your story now. Oh, got it. Like, okay, you're <laughs> handing it, the mic off to me. Understand. All right, so this is coming from the Disney Parks blog. And November 8th kicks off the first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party of the Year. Can you believe that? November 8th, Mickey. That's like in a couple weeks. I know. We're less than 60 days to my trip. Oh, that's awesome. I know. That's awesome. And it's... Like 91 days till my next trip. According to... So this is coming out of Disney Parks blog. During the event, guests can pick up a special Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room-inspired Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom card. It's a limited edition card. We know that Disney hands these out at all of their, like, hard ticket... Well, not all of their hard ticket events, but like Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween, they will. They'll do it again for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas. Here's a picture of the um, the card this year, and I want you to take a look at it. It has all the birds. The Tiki Room's four uh, calling birds. It's, it's pretty cool. Check it out. Here's the card. Now, where, where do you get these? You get them right there at the firehouse. Uh, why didn't anybody so, so tell me this Kingdom? last so year when I, I, I went? Brought, so I brought... Oh, my gosh. Yes. You need to pick... Can you pick this one up for me? You all I'm get not, one. I don't get to go. Wait, what? They don't have a very Merry Christmas while I'm there. The last one Are before, you serious? You, that's what's happened. Last year was the first year that I got to go to Very Merry Christmas because well, they extended it. I have my card that I got for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Uh-huh. Here you go. It's Orange Bird. And it's kind of bent up. I, I need to add it to my collection. You need to iron it first. I, you think it'll work? <laughs> I don't know. I iron stuff all the time. But here it is. We have Orange Bird. It's the Juice of Lanterns. And uh, check it out. It's cute. Aw. Yeah. They're really promoting this Orange Bird thing. I mean, the last year, I feel like they've really, you know, promoted Orange Bird. Oh, I mean, I had my hat on at Epcot with my Hawaiian shirt, Orange Bird, the aviator sunglasses. I was Picture me rolling. That's all I got to say, man. <laughs> I didn't see any pictures of you with your Orange Bird hat on. Oh, well, then I'll have to send that out to you. I wore a lot of t-shirts this time. Not really uh, the Hawaiian shirts. I should have. The weather was nice. It was 90 degrees, but we'll okay, talk so about that in the next Yeah, We're going to talk about it in your trip report, but right. yeah, I want to talk to you about Splash Mountain and your addiction to it. Oh, okay. Hey, give me my card back. I'm not yeah, keeping you, it. You were, you were trying to keep listeners. She's trying to keep my card. All right, give me that back. 
Alright, so let's see here. Anything else? Anything else? Oh, I want to talk about the new Pen Quest uh, limited theme event being offered at Disney's Animal Kingdom. This is coming from w, uh, WDW Info. Guests visiting Animal Kingdom Park can grab their detective hats and solve clues in their hunt for six special pins during a pen quest. A wild edition of a Disney pin scavenger hunt. This is how you participate, listeners. If you're going to be down there, you can stop by the outpost shop to, uh, to purchase the pin quest adventure kit, which includes like the lanyard and the metal and the park map and stuff like that. So the quest itself, after you've completed the first task, you know, these are all broken down into tasks, just like it, just like it was over at Epcot when, um, a couple years ago, they had, I believe, Figment. You get a Figment pin if you completed, like, a quest as well. You know, it's the same thing. They just have different uh, completed tasks that you have to complete. Once uh, all six of your pins have been collected, uh, unscramble the letters um, that are located on the back of each pin. It will reveal a secret message. And then you show that message to a cast member at any of their participating locations. And earn the, uh, you earn the chance to purchase a bonus completer. The complete your set, mm-hmm. but they don't tell you what it looks like. No, I, I don't have any pictures with me. Oh, yeah, no, so I didn't know if they tell you like the well, first a, pin is blah, blah blah. It's a mystery. Oh, so the out you can get participating locations. By the way, if you find yourself out there, uh, the outpost uh, shop, Mabasa Marketplace, Wind Talkers, or excuse me, Wind Trader, uh, Zirko Zong Bazaar, uh, Chester and Hester's Dinosaur Treasures, and Discovery Trading Company. All right, well, yeah. that sounds fun. Yeah, so if you're if you're into quests, right? Which is... You're talking about pins? Yeah, like pin trading. Like on a liner, okay. like pins. Well, for a second, I thought they added something new and they're doing pins like you write with. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, like a pin, like a park okay. pin. Okay. I just think you're make, doing a little bit of what I do sometimes. Just making sure. You were zoning out. Well, I'm visualizing. No, I am with you. Okay. I just was trying to... I thought, I wonder why they're going to do ink pins. And then I thought, he's talking about pins like my son used to get. What do you got, man? So, Disney Channel reportedly uh, ordered a pilot for an autism-themed comedy called The A-Girl, which last week we also talked more about um, that autism court case came up again you had been in on that before but there were some finalizations that disney's been talking more with uh, oh really with the court yeah i i can talk to you more off the, of recording because they've already heard the whole gamut of me and oh, Brad talking about week? it okay right but now they're having this show when they had a character one of the first characters that had a down syndrome position in a in a a leading role you know what i'm talking about it used to be on sunday nights gorky yeah okay well, anyway. Wow, we're, we're going back. Right. But I'm just saying, I think it's a long time coming. They have this show about an autistic girl. It's being um, created by the person that did Seventh Heaven and The Secret Life of Tra- of American Teenager Brenda Hampton. And it's being directed by Stephen Toshida. They don't have a premiere date yet, but it's about two girls that have an unlikely friendship. It's like an in-girl. Her name's Daisy. She is like... Cool kid on the block? Right. Got it. And she gets partnered up with this autistic spectrum child, and she's not happy about it. But in the end, they found out that they're more alike than they thought, and they become really close friends. Awesome. I know. I'm very, very excited about it because it's very realistic. It's in our world. I don't know the statistics right now of exactly how many out of every five kids, but it's it's a lot more than it used to be. Or that's good. Good on Disney for promoting that, you know. I know that's what I was excited about it because I want them to know, you know, that there's everything out there. Now they need an ADHD one. ADHD. Yeah, <laughs> uh, all the ADHD kids trying to watch it and <laughs> squirrel. Right. All right. So who would be the main character in that, Doug? In that. Yeah. Doug. Oh, the dog. Yeah. That's yeah. Hilarious. Anyway. All right. So that's true. Totally Thank you for having Doug. Totally don't know where the source comes from, so I apologize, but uh, Play Disney Park app adds Pandora and art of animation features. That's pretty neat. So two new experiences will be available soon on the Play Disney Parks mobile app. Have you played around with this when you're at the parks, Vicky? No. It's fun. You can go around. Is it like Pokemon Go or uh, for Disney? It's a, it's a variety of stuff. Like a vari- no, it's not Pokemon Go. But it's like, but well, I mean, is it well, like that where I'm trying to find things? Sort then I'd be of, into sort that. of, yes, yes, now it, yes, sort of, yes, yes, you are correct. But you not, weren't thrilled with it when it first came out. Yeah, but it's fun. I mean, it's fun to, the pastime if you're bored. Like, I'm not going to, like, purposely get on it and go around. Run. Right, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, okay, so here we go. So, both Pandora, the world of Avatar, and Disney's Art of Animation Resort have new activities that can be accessed through the app. It's called, uh, so the Ace Guide to Pandora, Valley of, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to butcher this up, dude. Maora, Maara. Sure, that's yeah. good. Well, I don't, I don't know my Pandora. I'm sorry, listeners. Uh, themed as a helpful guide from from 
Uh, Alpha Centauri expeditions. This, uh, so anyway, let's see here. So scan your surroundings for exotic life forms and, and creatures. Uh, so yeah, so you go around Pandora, you can scan your surroundings for different creatures. Let's see here. We also have stories of the Enchanted Gallery. So this is really neat. You know me, I love to draw, paint, all that cool stuff. I love staying at the Art of Animation. This is right down my alley. It says this is the Play Disney Parks app uh, for the first re- first resort-themed interactive experience, okay? This is the first time in the Disney Parks app where you can go to resort and actually play this game. It's at Art of Animation. And you know at Art of Animation how they have that signature wall with all of the concepts right. and sketches from like all the Pixar cartoons? Yeah. And they also have... Some the animations too as right. well from like the Renaissance period. So through the app, you'll become your own animator. Really cool, right? Creating theme art that transforms into living, breathing stories inspired by Finding Nemo, The Lion King, The Little Mermaid, and Cars, which is all there at Art of Animation. So really neat. And so what they showed in the picture, and I don't have it. Person was holding up a, a cell phone. Okay. And in the camera image in the app, right, it was looking at Simba. And so, like, Simba, I can only assume now, it wasn't it wasn't a video, it was just a picture. Okay. It, like, brought that sketch to life. Aw. Kind of cool. So, it's kind of like that um, thing, oh, I can't think of the name of the game that Sandy has downstairs. She was looking oh, for. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And it brings We it were to talking life. about it, Osmo or something. Yes, we were Osmo. Because talk- she was going to order you, it. Are you impressed? I actually remembered something. That is pretty impressive, actually. She is going, she was looking it up to see if she could find it. She said she would get it for us. See, I think Disney did me good. I, I can focus more now that I've been on a Disney trip, so I need to go more. Well, I was on a staycation, but All right. I don't feel much What do you focused. got for us? Toy Story Land characters are going to dress up this holiday season. They said the first time ever. Well, yeah, because it's the first time I ever saw we've, this. we've had uh, Andy's backyard. <laughs> we didn't have Andy's backyard before. So uh, they're going to have Woody and Jesse and Buzz as guests and they will be in holiday holiday attire. Woody's going to wear a holiday vest that has Christmas trees and presents as well as candy cane accessories for his holster. Jesse's vest has is trimmed with a peppermint pattern and Buzz is going to wear a sparkly Santa hat of course. Toy Story Land will also be made over for the holiday se- season with decorations including oversized cranberry and popcorn garland. Ooh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, Toy Story Pals and oversized ham sugar cookies, green alien ornaments, and more. Um, special holiday songs, of course, are going to be playing when you're riding on Alien Swirling Saucer. And the Disney Parks blog also shared a video providing a look at the Toy Story Pals. So if you want to see that, you can go on Google. They're also... Uh, I actually copied that twice, I think. They're also going to have some of the other stuff. Yeah, it didn't show up. Some of the other stuff that was back from uh, last year... Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, and they're going to have, I cannot think, I'm sorry what it's called exactly. I don't want to say the wrong Christmas thing. Where they play it on the um, Tower of Terror. That one's different than the Jingle Bam. Jingle Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. That's really wordy to try to get out. Anyway, so all that Christmas stuff is back. So Hollywood Studios is adding more Christmas, Nick, which well, I told I told you, you know, like when I was there last year during the Christmas season, I felt more of the Christmas spirit over at Hollywood Studios than I did at Magic Kingdom or any other park. Well, they're just adding more, and it's it's. it's I awesome. mean, that's good. I'm happy about it. I just don't know why we're not feeling it everywhere else. <laughs> Shouldn't we be feeling it everywhere? You think you'd feel it on Main Street, right? Well, I, I do. It more when it at Hollywood snows. Studios than Main Street. When it snows, do you? Anyway, can I talk about Ralph breaks the internet? You can talk I know it's about. not going away. So Ralph breaks the internet. This is from Disney Parks blog, being presented beginning November second. That's you can find that over at the Walt Disney Presents attraction there in Disney Highway Studios. Right now they have the Nutcracker that's being presented. I oh, did not it? get a chance. To I was going to say, did you see it? I don't know if I'm going to see that one. I'm, I think I'm going to wait on for DVD, DVD for that one. I mean, what was it? What was the last one that came out before that? Did that totally that totally flopped. It flopped? With, with Oprah and... Um, oh, A Wrinkle in Time. Make, it wrinkle actually time. didn't flop. It just didn't get good reviews. There you go. That's what, that's what I was thinking about. It, a lot of people watched it and a lot of people were disillusioned. They said it did not align with the book. Oh, really? Well, I not, haven't read the book. <laughs> I did in high school and I are in middle school and I did not care for it. So I think that's why I'm having a hard time going to watch it. Do it's you know a, what I mean? It's like a cool title. I couldn't stay in... T- in it, like you said with Moana. I couldn't stay in it. Sure, sure. So Something anyway, no guests visiting Disneyland now and Walt Disney World will, will both be able to see this. Talk about Hollywood Studios. At Disneyland Park, the preview of Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet will be shown in 3D at the Tomorrowland Theater. That's really From cool. From November so. 9th to December 9th. Yeah, good 
Good for you. You're not even looking at any notes. You need to head over there and go see it, man. <laughs> Some things just stay in my brain, and that's scary. They're even coming out with a video game. Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet video game. Uh, bad Guy Ralph and his best friend. Okay, it goes in the description. Not going to read that, but uh, let's see here. Wreck-It Ralph and the Internet downloads. Uh, <laughs> clever. Downloads into theater. There you go. Yeah, on November 21st. Yeah, you need... So, um... Next month, people. Can you believe that? We're already looking into Thanksgiving and... Disney always has a cartoon that comes out on the 21st, right before Thanksgiving. The week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. That is, um, I think, the Tuesday. Into, or no, it's the Wednesday we're off. Uh, what? We are off Wednesday? Uh-huh. So Wednesday through Monday. Yeah. Not through Monday? I mean, Wednesday through Sunday. Through Sunday. Not enough. <laughs> it's All right. never enough. So the Voices of Liberty, Nick, and I know that you've seen them plenty yeah, of times. I, and, I, and I saw them this past time, yes. Okay, so it. you'll have love to tell it, love me. Love it, love it, love it. If you saw this, so it's their 36th anniversary, if they did not tell you that while you were there. Go go talk to Stephanie, one of our... Um, Secretaries? No, no, no. Spalaza? Spalaza. Okay. Go talk to her. I have, some, I have She has a funny story about, about that. Okay. So, they recently added the song, This Is Me, that was nominated for an Emmy. It was from the movie, The Greatest Showman. And so, they're, they're adding movie songs to their repertoire, and... Even though The Greatest Showman isn't currently a Disney movie, it is a 20th Century Fox movie, so it will soon become part of the Disney family. And so if you're going to Epcot, be sure that you stop by the American Pavilion and see them. They are amazing. Um, I've heard them before, but I really want to go see them this time knowing that they're singing this song because we just love, love, love that movie and the soundtrack with it. And uh, Brad's going to insert... The Voices of Liberty singing this song right now for those of you that may not be able to go there because it was just phenomenal. As you can see now, you, I, or at least I hope that you agree with me and you're glad that we played that for you because it's pretty phenomenal. Those singers that they pick are top notch. I love watching them every single time. So here I have a video for you and I, and I hope it doesn't get too loud or, or whatever for, for the audience or maybe they just won't be able to see it and they have no idea what's going on. But you're going to get a good laugh out of this and I want you to... Do I get to see it? Here we go. This is, is the, this Marco Polo, the Marco one? Polo app. So there we are listening to them. Oh, so here we are listening to them, right? Okay. And I'll just I'll just kind of put this up near the mic and allow you to watch this video. Look what I'm doing. You know, you, you're allowing them to watch it. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, they're watching through the mic. <laughs> no, so you know with the Marco Polo app, you can write on it. So for our listeners, if you don't know, listeners, what the Marco Polo app is, it's an app where you can record video and send it like in like like text form. Yep. So you're not really sending it via a text. It's you're getting back into the app and watching these videos that I've recorded and uploaded. And so, like, I can send them to Vicky and Vicky can watch them. It's a better quality than just sending a video through right. text. Exactly. So here I am. We're listening to, to them, right? Okay. Notice this guy in front. Right? I, I hope it goes into it really quickly. So I'm talking to Stephanie. Actually, I'm recording this for Stephanie. Okay. she was interested. And then I get into some of the features and start learning some of the features that you can start writing on the screen. So I put American, you know, adventure, yada, yada. Smiley face with Mickey ears, right? I erase that. Oh, I can't get here quick enough. The listeners are probably like, come on now, move, move right along. Here we go. Okay, so you see me zooming up, right? Right. Oh, jeez. You're writing again. Yeah, I'm saying, hey, you guys. I'm just being a dork. I'm just messing around because I think I'm bored at this point. You just said they're good. <laughs> right, but I'm just, like, doing my thing, right? I. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so this guy is incredibly bald in front of me. And I know I'm balding, too, so, right. I, can, so I can poke fun. Um, I'm like... 
circling his head, riding bald head, having mar- you know, a little tiny like grass growing on his head. Oh my word! Yeah, I, I eventually went on to say you can land a spaceship here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny stuff. But oh, listeners, download man. download this app. It's great for vacations. You know, you can record video. Video. It's uploaded to right. this app. You can go in there, and whoever you're connected with can go in there and watch these videos. So that's how I shared a lot of my stuff with Aaron, you know, where I was at in the parks and stuff like that. Gotcha. Well, I know that you had me get on there, and I sent it to Kaylee and Joey, and get this, Joey accepted, and Kaylee didn't because she thought it was spam. So a lot of people did. I didn't realize when I downloaded that app, so this goes back to me not really being tech savvy. (laughs) I'm hitting accept, accept, accept. Well, it asked me. I didn't read it all. You want us to send a message to all of your contacts to download this app. Oh, so you said it to everybody? It accidentally, like, my commanders, my, oh, dude, it went to everyone. <laughs> I felt like a quarter of an inch high, right? I was so smart. And, uh, anyway. That's funny. No, I, and, but since you've done it, or since you sent it to me last week. It's addictive. Well, no, I got, people started joining and it lets me know when people join. So I don't think I sent it to everybody because I'm pretty sure I got some nasty texts back. You did? I said I would have if oh. I would have done it. Oh, that. I got some. Yeah. Because my mom would be like, like that is this spam? Like that doesn't happen every now and then. Come on. Uh, no, I know. Social media. So it's addicting though. Go go download it, listeners. It's called Marco Polo app. It's, it's awesome. It's great for families and vacations and stuff. It was very fun. So Disneyland Paris has introduced a new Fast Pass option. Following the ses- the success of this year's Disney Access One paid Fast Pass at Disneyland Paris Park, the resort is now interesting and introducing. Wow, Nick, I really need to go to sleep. Introducing a new Fast Pass range for guests to help them maximize their visit. So earlier this year they did the paid Fast Pass option. Now they're doing something where people can pay a little bit more money and then they can have a greater Fast Pass experience. You're talking about Disneyland. Disneyland Paris. Right. Okay. They can have a super fast pass. That's what it's called. Super. Or they can have the ultimate. It's not called soup A. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. Super don't. A. But so you can add for 30 euro per person during the regular season or 45 cents or euro per person during the peak season. You can add this super fast pass to your already fast pass options. And that includes... Buzz Lightyear, Peter Pan, and Ratatouille Adventure, which I'm interested for us to get that, by the way. I would name it the Croissant Fast Pass. <laughs> or the Eiffel Fast Pass. Well, and then there's big thrill attractions that are also included in the Super Pass. They got some, they have some really cool, unique stuff over there, though. Rock and Roller Coaster, we know is awesome. Star Wars Hyperspace, and the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, your favorite. So that is what it would cost for the Super Pass. Then if you want to add on and get the Ultimate Ooh, the Fast ultimate, Pass. Ultimate Fast Pass. It's 60 euros for a regular season pass. 90 euros for, this is per person, single use. 90 euros per person, peak season. If you want unlimited, you can do 120 euros per person for regular season and 150 euro per person peak season. And that in- helps you include all the stuff from before. So this is AP holders, right? Paying this extra fee? Well, they're they're not calling them a, they're calling them fast pass. I'm looking for the right word and I don't want to say it wrong. So I know Access here, one. Is that what just, they call it there? It's only time, ta- only time will tell until uh, Disney starts doing that here. They very well could. They already do it over in Anaheim, right? I mean, Universal does it. They do it overseas, you know, AP holders and, and the regular guests that is a non-AP holder can get up to three per day, you know? Right. So, and I know AP holders, I believe you're, you're I might as well just break, break out the wall and get one, get an AP pass. But I know I, I, I'm pretty sure you're limited to the amount you can get in a given time. Oh, I don't know. But so the ultimate pass includes the super stuff that I talked about, but it also includes Big Thunder Mountain, uh, Star Wars. Oh, that was already in there. Star Wars led Laventure continues. Indiana Laventure? Is that what it says? Laventure, because it's oh. French. Oh. Indiana Jones. We. Oui. Um, and those other ones, they already told us. It only added two more to get the ultimate. I don't know, people. You decide if it's worth it. Next time I go to Paris, Paris you'll I, let me know. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. So if you've been there and you've experienced this, I would love for you to text in or go to uh, email us or Facebook us or something so that we can know more about this 
ultimate pass. So Dwayne Johnson, the rock Dwayne Johnson, right? Can you smell what the rock is cooking? I just couldn't get that out there. I'm so excited to talk about the rock. Well, he's cooking a part two of It's Official. So, you know, a while back he said It's Official, you know, that uh, Jungle Book will, or not Jungle Book. I did the same thing last night. Jungle Cruise. Yep. You know, it's going to hit theaters like October of 2019, right? Before he said that. But now he said It's Official. July 24th of 2020 is now when Jungle Cruise will hit the theater. Right. I had that also. So they, you know, they wrapped that production up fast. You know, when they, when they, uh, film, like it didn't take them long at all. I follow the rock. Right. And I, I remember when he, day one of shooting for at least him, you know, when he showed up, he's the main character. So I assume he's there for the entire, you know, what you think? time of <laughs> filming. Right. And from the time they started until the time he wrapped it up and went home, like it wasn't long at all. It's like they filmed that. It seemed like they filmed that movie. So he quickly. knocked it out of there. But now we're just waiting on it. It's been done for a while. Like filming's been done. So now we're just, and they got to do edits and they got to do Waiting for, we're waiting for it, man. They're going to make us wait. They're going to make us wait even longer. So, I saw that. Yeah. So Dancing with the Stars had Disney night this past Monday. And this is by far the most favorite evening for the Dancing with the Stars uh, seasons. They said that the people just do, usually do better. They're inspired because people love Disney movies. They love the Disney music. I think they blow it out of the park, Nick. Did you have a chance to watch that at all? No. I had an opportunity, but I never turned it on. My mother even called me. I was like, hey, look, turn on Dancing with the Stars. I was just busy doing something else. And I'm really into this whole uh, Designated Survivor series with Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> so, like, that took priority. I'm sorry. Well, it was really cool, and they did have all the characters on there, and they did a lot of cool music, a lot of different music. Like, somebody danced to Gaston for a change. Oh, like, that's cool. Us- you know, you usually get the whole uh, duh, what is it? I'll go back. The and normal watch. Beauty and the Beast stuff. Yeah, you can probably watch I'll it. I'll go back YouTube. and watch it. You know, I don't watch a lot of TV, though, so it takes, like, it takes a lot for me to, like, just flip that TV on. I'm telling you, the, the Designated, or what is it, Designated Survivor? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Is that what I just said? I have no That's idea. That's what you told me it was. Yeah. I don't watch it. So it's I good. It's good. I'm hooked. Okay. I know it's non-Disney. Well, I'm, I'm very glad for you. So that took priority over the Dancing with the Stars. Sorry. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, our friend and listener, Randy Gideon, that yeah. writes in from time to time, uh, she was on vacation at Disneyland and our, with our counselor. They actually ran into each other. While she was there, they were filming for Dancing with the Stars. Oh, so cool. she got to see some of the Dancing with the Stars. Did character. they run into each other by accident or they kind of no it was an accident you, they did didn't really know each other orchestrate that I had nothing to do I didn't know Candy was going so if they don't know each other how they run into each other do what they they knew they recognized each other like oh got it when Randy would sub for me she remembered that Candy was the counselor that would come to the mm. room that kind of thing we need to have Candy on Oh, I know. I already said that all these people that went on this I'm trip. An what's up with that? As to why she didn't book through us. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I I'm joking. I don't know that she knew she was going. They just went to California. That's and awesome. Those are the best trips. I think moment. that they just. I think they knew they were going to California. I don't think they had everything oh, laid going out. To Disney. Got it. So they were going to Cali anyway. Right. They went. They. Got that's it. what Randy did too. I mean, they did know they were going to Disney, but they didn't stay at a Disney resort. They didn't even stay at one of the good neighbor ones. They, Dude, we got to bring her in here. Put the spotlight right on her. <laughs> bring it down. Getting. What are you doing? You left us out. Anyway, yeah, we gotta get, we gotta get her on. Have we talked to her at all? Have you have you said anything? Candy or Randy? Candy, both. I talked to Candy today. She told me that she went to California Adventure for the very first time. Mm, awesome. But did she say she'd come on and talk with us about it? Oh, did I talk to her about coming on the show? Yeah. I did not because she was a little stressed out at the we'll, moment. We'll get to her. Yeah. Okay. I mean, first you, day back. I would from be too break. with over a thousand kids. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. What about Gideon? Oh, I think she probably would come on, but she's she's subbing today at Cosley. She, you know, that's pretty much her home base. Okay. All right. Um, let's see here. Can I share about the Skyliner? Refinished? You or can I cu- share I, about I, the I Skyliner that my husband did not know anything about until last week. Even though he edits our shows and we've talked about <laughs> this it? This is what I said. Oh, well, I mean, I'll be honest. There are a lot of stuff, though, that we talk about, Vicky. And but you I, don't listen to me. But they know that because you say, but I, I wasn't go, listening to you. No, but I'll actually probably... If, if, if I didn't actually monitor this stuff, like, I would probably talk about the same articles the following because there's so much we talk about. <laughs> that, no, it does. It kind of blurs together. Am I right? Am I right? Right? Well, that's why I keep my notes to make sure if, I, I, if it rings a bell for my yeah, brain, then I, I go back and them. check it. See, I dump them and I, they're gone. Like after today, they're, they're deleted. They're gone. See, I have all mine. But uh, yeah, he said, did you know about this? And I looked at him like, what? 
And he said, well, you know me when I'm at Disney, I'm in the bubble, but I'm oblivious to anything else that's going on. And it was construction and he just wasn't. So the Skyliner, which is a brand new form of transportation, it's for Disney, for all Disney World. It's uh, it's going to be the, their gondola system that's going to connect Disney Hollywood Studios and Epcot to four resort hotels. This is including Disney's Art of Animation Resort, Disney's Pop Century Resort, Disney's Caribbean or Caribbean Beach Resort, however one say it, and eventually um, to the proposed 15th Disney Vacation Club property, Disney's Riviera Resort. Right. Now, one thing... Um, Oh, let me go back in this article. It says guests may have seen some of the Disney theme stations that are in the process of being completed and how each one complements their surroundings. This is true. It's really cool. Uh, Google the stuff. It's awesome. They look really neat, Vicky. Support towers. Yeah, it looks really cool. Support towers have been seen popping up across Walt Disney World Resort, and soon those towers will be connected with a series of reinforced cables. Uh, it says guests might even see some of the work happening over the next several months as miles and miles and miles of cables. I think it's at right. 60 miles or if I'm not cable mistaken. Is installed between the towers now. The actual um I what would you, it's a gondola system, but what what is it that you actually get into? What's that called? What would that be called? I thought that's what they're calling the Skyliner. The Skyliner itself, I right? I think that is what so, they call. So the Skyliner itself, did you know, blown away by this, it's not, it is true, it's not going to be air conditioned. What? We talked about this. Well, I thought we talked about this. Didn't we I don't this? remember this. Okay. It, it isn't going to be air conditioned. Is it going to be open? I was asking some cast members. I'm like, well, let's talk about this gondola system. And they usually, cast members usually won't talk, open right. up about this stuff. But I was talking to some transportation cast members, some of the bus people, you know, uh, cast members. And it's it's not going to be AC. That's nuts. Can you imagine in the summertime when it's a hundred and something degrees on a skyliner? Are the liner? windows? No, they can't have the windows open because then you risk a child no. jumping out. Right, right. Could you imagine, though, going across those asphalt parking lots? No, that's to what your I'm- next destination and it's just steaming, blazing hot. Maybe it won't be because it's moving and you got that airflow, right? Let's I couldn't help. imagine it's going to move too fast, though. People are already speculating it would be quicker for you to get on your bus. Yeah. And go to where you need to go if the Skyliner's still going there. Then it actually will be for the Skyliner, at least in the beginning, because of the popularity oh, yeah. and how slow it's going to be. Right. And whoever knows how, how many times they're going to have to stop it. Because I didn't hear, you know? I listened to that article because I wanted to know how many people can get on it at a time. And right. it doesn't look very big. I mean, it looks cool, but it doesn't look like it'll hold that many people. I mean, people. have you ever been on a ski lift before <laughs> and it's stopped numerous times? Well, okay, sort of like even in the Haunted Mansion ride, on the Haunted Mansion ride, the Doom Buggy, and that right. stops, right? Right. Right, or the clamshell with the Little Mermaid. That happens with um, ski lifts. This is going to, I can only assume this is going to happen with the Skyliners as well. Something's going to happen. They're going to have to stop it. Now, I don't imagine this to be the entire thing is going to stop, right? It will be sections from tower to tower, individual sections. But I guarantee you they're going to have to stop it. I don't from think Brad will be riding this. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i have to ride it just to say I've done it. Well, I want to ride it, but he's afraid of heights. Like, oh, serious really? afraid of heights. Yeah. So, um... Has he been on tower? He did go on Tower of Terror, so he can right, say I he, he did, did it. Yeah, right. So, but I guess you don't see where you're at. So he knows he didn't go down the chicken elevator. Hey, man, I went down an elevator <laughs> into a gift shop, and that constitutes constitutes a ride. <laughs> Seriously, when, when you when you exit into a gift shop, that's a ride. It's not actually the Tower of Terror. I just did the whole history of that while you were gone. Oh and- no, it's the Tower of Terror. That that <laughs> elevator was themed to the Tower of Terror. Terror, 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 terror. You weren't on there with a bunch of other screaming people and going up and down, up and down, up and down. I was there with another person. That's <laughs> and it exited into a gift shop. You will never get out of this one. The trailer for Mary Poppins Returns releases on December the 19th. And Nick, I don't know if you saw it, but um, it was amazing. Did you see the trailer that came out? It was actually on last night with Dance, or no. Monday night with Dancing with the Stars. No, I haven't watched any news, any television. Uh, when I was gone, I came back home. Then I had to leave again with the military. Right. Finally got back home. I just got back home. Yeah, I told them uh, they wished you in. Dancing with the Stars night. And, and then the service wished that. you out. Yeah, they did. They really did. So I've been, I haven't had any TVs on, like, at all. Not, Not even, even in the room? Nope. Oh, my goodness. Well. Um, no, girl. I'll tell you on our trip report, but I didn't have time for TV. The technology, this is what's cool about it. Because there were cool things that went on in the original Mary Poppins for the technological time that we had it. But some of the things that they show that they're going to do with Mary Poppins and Bert and the kids is awesome. Really? I think you're really going to like it. Yeah, because everything, you know, they can do everything. IG, whatever you call it. Blah, blah, blah. CGI. Thank you. Um, Just 
the cool effects that we saw in that little two-minute clip or whatever was I have to look this up. It's probably on YouTube. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's on YouTube now. Um, But we were looking at it last night, and the coolest thing ever, Dick Van Dyke dances in this movie. We knew he was going to be in this movie, and he was going to be the old banker, but we did not, or I had not heard that he's going to do a dance number. That man is 93 years old, or 92, 92 or 93 years old, and he is just as spry as an 18-year-old in some ways. Like, I think in his mind, he's still 18. So I have it up right now, um, and I see they're looking into, like, a snow globe. One of the, I guess, the main characters looking into a snow globe and looking at a kite. So I guess they're looking at a, oh, they're looking at a bunch of stuff from the original movie in the attic? I think so. Yeah. And then the the kite goes up. Or I wonder if it's the boy that remembers flying the kite. I don't know. I have I don't have the audio up, and I right. haven't I haven't seen this, so I'm just purely looking at it. Well, here comes Mary Poppins, just the cool coming stuff. down with the kite from the sky. Like there's this whole bath scene that is amazing. Like they didn't have a bath scene in the other one, and about the kids having to take a bath. Well, this is yeah, but this is supposed to take place after. Right? No, no, no. I know it is after, but I mean the things that are in that bathtub, just that they can do with the computer. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to look here. I see they're being whisked away by. Oh, they're back. Oh, that. Wow, this is cool. <laughs> so, people, you need to watch this if you've not seen the trailer. It is really cool, and it's got me really excited because that means. That I only have, I don't know, 57 days until that movie comes out or something. I like how they actually make it look like they're in a cartoon. I know! Like, they didn't do away from making it look like right. they're in an old cartoon from that era, too. Because if you look at it, the style right. is the same style. Because the styles of animation changed through the decades. Yep. They kept it the same style. And I wasn't sure how Smart I was going to feel move. about uh, Julie Andrews not playing it, just because Julie Andrews was the original. Yeah, I don't think it would. But I really like that girl. She is the one from Devil Wears Prada. I can't think of her name right now. Was the tub scene with the... Oh, I see. She falls on it. She falls in. Did they have dolphins coming out of the tub? Yep. Okay. Spoiler alert. Sorry. This looks cool. I know. Well, it's not much of a spoiler because it's on the trailer, but just the different things that I saw, I'm like, this is amazing. And I thought what they did... Back then was amazing, so we're going to be in for a real treat. All right, what do I got here? Let me see. I'm I don't so know. Into what this, do you have now? I'm so into this Mary Poppins thing. Let's sit here. Um, do I want to talk about the special treat, uh, sweet treats coming to Disney World in November, or do you, I want to leave that for you? I don't have You that. like the food. I don't, don't have, have food on what? there, so you better talk. For real? For real? You don't have food? <laughs> I on have there? no food today. All right. I, hopefully this isn't a repeat article then. So special sweet treats coming to Walt Disney World in November of this year. We have, uh, there, well, it goes on to saying there's never seems to be a shortage of sweet treats, which this is true. Um, I've been talking about this lately that Disney really needs to beef up their sweet treats. Uh, the quality, the taste factor. I'm not talking about presentation. I think that they have down 100% but the presentation aspect of it, but the quality of the, of, of what it tastes like. I think a lot of their stuff, my opinion now, I'm not bashing right. them, tastes very bland. Well, it takes a lot to make it look that way. I know, and then you lose the flavor. That's what probably. it is, because yeah. um, those cakes that have the fondant on them right. look amazing, but I don't want to eat that. Once you bite into it, yeah, right. So, beginning November 1st, stop by the Storybook Treats in Fantasyland and try, uh, it says Tink's Picky, Pixie Dust Cone. That well, says that's pictured above. I don't have the picture for you, so okay. I apologize, listeners and Vicky. This tasty treat is made with the familiar lime soft serve that you may have tried already, but this time it will be topped with white chocolate wings, cotton candy, and a little bit of pixie dust. That does sound great. See, it sounds amazing. And I bet it looks amazing. Well, I'm sure it probably will be okay. Um, Near the Purple Wall in Tomorrowland, guests can pick up some Purple Wall cotton candy. That's mixed berry flavored cotton candy. The launching pad in Tomorrowland will be a new slush drink uh, on November 7th. It's going to be called the Space Ranger Slush that has layers of purple grape and green apple slush that includes includes a green rock candy straw. Okay. So there you go. No paper straw, right? No no plastic straw here. <laughs> you have a rock candy straw. How cool is that? Rock candy takes me back to my childhood. How about you? I love rock candy. I can remember going down uh, to the hill in St. Louis, which is a very predominant um, Italian. Italian area, and 
I remember going there with my family on the weekends, grocery shopping and stuff like that, right? Uh, family grew up near that area. Also, beginning on November 7th, uh, Cheshire Cafe in Fantasyland will offer the Wonderland slush with layers of purple grape and pink raspberry lemonade slush and a pink rock candy straw. This Cheshire Cafe is pretty cool. You know that? I love their logo. I dig it. Have you ever been I've there? I've never been there. Oh, it's awesome. It's right. Where's that? It's right there by the teacups. That's why I've never been there. What, you don't get on the teacups? No, because I don't want to throw up. People usually cut <laughs> cut right through there on the bridge uh-huh. from Fantasyland to get over to the hub. Okay. It's right there. Yeah. The bridge where everyone takes their pictures, as my wife likes to f- refer to that bridge as the, um, how do I, uh, how do I, how do I say, say this? Say this nicely. Yes. Uh, the, it rhymes with, uh. A bad word. <laughs> um, rhymes with rut. Bridge. Right? We're all. <laughs> But it's so true because now every time I look for it now and you always see like uh, these young teenager girls posing and doing strange things and, you know, right on the on the bridge right in front of the castle because it's a perfect. It really is. It's the best place to take Take a picture picture, with with Cinderella's castle in the background. Gotcha. But uh, anyway, it's funny. (laughs) So I was telling my buddy on this last trip, I'm like, yeah, this is the bridge where everyone likes to really dial themselves up and get pictures taken. And he's like, whatever, Nick, whatever. True enough, it was. Every time we went by, there was something, man. Uh, One person even seemed to be like a monkey. The the lady taking the picture was like, now jump up with your hands up in the air. Okay, nice. Now jump up with your knees touching each other and your elbows bent out. Like this, it's like people are just standing there like, man, she's just like a monkey being told what to do. Um... Let's see here. We have Disney's All-Star Music Resort. We'll have a new cupcake of the month during November. The Cheshire Cat Cupcake is a vanilla cupcake that is filled with pink and purple crispy pearls. Just like, what other cupcake? The Master's Cupcake. And topped with strawberry I don't know, because I never had one. Oh, you haven't. I'm so sorry. You need to really try that next time. Chocolate ears and chocolate Cheshire Cat Smile. At Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, the Flame Tree Barbecue will have a caramel or caramel apple cupcake. It's a vanilla cupcake with apple pie filling that's topped with caramel, buttercream, and salted caramel drizzle. What's up? You're no. saying no to that one? Okay. With a uh, house-made apple chip. Do they have a cherry pie cupcake? No cherry pie. Let's see here. But since there isn't fall weather yet in Florida, which there really isn't, it was 90-something degrees when I was out there, <laughs> low of 75. It was beautiful. It was beautiful here. I was sweating, and I loved it. You needed to be our weather in Disney. No, no. Paddlefish is offering something cool and refreshing for those hot days like it is right now called the Buzz Pop Cocktails. That are now available for guests over 21. Get it? Buzz pop. Get your buzz on, right? Yep. And uh, let's see here. It comes in many fruity flavors such as Caribbean Breeze, uh, Sherbert, Lemon Drop, Martini Sherbert, Blueberry Sherbert, and it says more. Wow. They look pretty cool, too. The pops themselves. Oh, I'm sure. Everything has to look amazing. It's at Disney. I mean, it looks great. The picture did. I I didn't print it off, but whatever. Listeners, go check it out. (laughs) On Google. So Mickey's birthday is getting closer and closer. We're less than three weeks away from Mickey's birthday. And the designers are starting to release looks inspired by the mouse. And one of the things is the Rag and Bone X Disney Mickey Mouse collaboration offers a selection of best-selling Rag and Bone styles twisted with iconic Mickey Mouse references. Featuring tops, pants, and shoes. Fans will rock fabulous styles with hi- while highlighting their love of the global icon. Nick brought dinner with him, by the way. I, I apologize. While no, we're I recording, just... he's going to eat some pizza. The uh, capsule collection goes I'm on sale hungry. November the 1st, so am I, and can be purchased through Rag and Bones website. Another thing that came out, Nick, and I didn't see an article on it, but I was going to talk about it merely on um, my life of living this. So I'm just totally giving you trouble. I'm fine. No, I was going to sharing with her. I appreciate it. I have birthday cookie cake over there if you would like to partake Mm, of a piece of that too. I'll have some in a second. Um, Vans has a 90th Mickey birthday edition and it's retro 80s. I don't know if you've seen it. My child went crazy when he saw this. What uh, it reminds it to us. Are you looking it up? It's probably on my phone somewhere because I've had to look for it so much he sent us these shoes and we thought he was totally kidding they're pastel with black and white check total retro 80s for the vans people oh that is awesome did you see them let me see if they're the right ones i'm digging it you got the pastel ones yeah okay joey has those 
But we have spent... Them? We bought them for him first Christmas early. He These wanted, right here? Yes, those are the ones he has. Then he decided that not only did he need those shoes, but we all need those Van shirts. So I had to go to 25 different websites. Or I went to... I shouldn't say had to, but I went to 25 different websites. I finally have... We have three of the four shirts that we need for those shoes and you a hat. like you did a lot of work. I want the 25 websites. It was two hours of searching because we have to have certain size and Joey and Brad were the exact same size and I cannot what? find... Joey and Brad? Yeah. Wow. So... Uh, Kaylee got hers first. Joey ordered it for her and sent it to the house. She was all excited sporting it while she was home for fall break. So Joey has the pink pastel shoe? He has those shoes. Okay. They're at my house. I mean, they're cool, but but they're pink. They're retro. It it doesn't matter. It's it's the thing right now. It is? But it looks like Saved by the Bell. That's what he... Totally does. He loved it. So anyway, if you are interested in the Vans, they have other stuff beside the pastel. Even inside the shoe, it has comic drawings on. Oh, I know. He was... He, like, was... I don't think I could have searched they for are a Christmas awesome. I'm present. I'm not going to lie. I'd probably wear that with a Hawaiian shirt. Right. I'm not lying. He's and my- super excited about wearing them to Disney. He just wore them around the house to break them in. He's not wearing them until we go to Disney for real. He's so excited, though. Good for him, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he asked us for them, and he doesn't ask us for stuff like that. Not really. And so we were like, well, if that's really what you want for Christmas, son, then we will get them for you. But now Josiah wants them also for the trip (laughs) and i said that you'll probably have a better time finding them for josiah and you guys than you were for us although anthony wears the same size as brad and joey so i don't know that we can find another shirt for them this is really neat let's see here do they have any others besides oh yeah they have a really cool pair that's red and black that look like mickey and then yellow yep i see them yeah i've seen those somewhere else those are cool and the mini ones they have that pack sun they have them at Hot Rod LA. They have them at Mod 3A. These are all the places that I've had to purchase things from because we didn't get any of it from the same spot because they run out on a daily basis. These these are cool. Which ones? I do like those. Yeah. That is awesome. With traditional Mickey. I do like those. Yeah, it's a white shoe with Mickey all over it. I just was afraid they would get dirty because they're white. Yeah, but you just can't wear them all the time, you know? Like, did you see the Donald Duck ones? Oh. They're navy with Donald Duck. Shut the door. They have Don. Mm-hmm. They got the Don. Yep. Dude. Too bad they're all expensive, though, man. It's like $80. I know, but Nike's... I know that's, I know that's cheap for a shoe, but... I was going to say, Nikes are that much now. That's the only reason I will not buy Nike anymore. Not after the whole Colin Ka- Kaepernick thing? No. All right, let's see what I got here. Um, You talked about Dancing with the Stars. Let's see here. Epcot hosting Pam Brandon, author of the new Disney uh, Festival's cookbook. I didn't know about this. What is up with me bringing up food and cooking? And I'm eating like usually the one all about the food. We switched places. We did. Disney uh, foodie Pam Brandon and some of the chefs at Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort have put together a new cookbook featuring recipes inspired by the festivals on both coasts. And soon Pam will host a book signing at Epcot. That's awesome. That's probably a pretty cool book to to buy. I'm going to have to look into this one. The recipes come from recent recent favorites at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, Epcot International Food, uh, excuse me, Festival of the Holidays, Epcot International Festival of the Arts, and the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, plus the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival and Disney's Festival of the Holidays. The new cookbook is already available at Epcot. I didn't see it there when I was, and I was even back in the food and wine section. Uh, I just didn't look hard enough. I was making fun of all the people that were paying money to, to learn how to drink wine. For real? Oh, I'll tell you that during our review, yes. <laughs> uh, I was like, really? Last time I checked, you put it up to your mouth and open, right? Well. Why don't you? Okay, so as. Oh, is that the video you put up? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so that's all. We'll, we'll go ahead and move on. I think you're out, right? I am out of All right, so let's talk about Disney confirms plans to build a new resort hotel on Old River Country Grounds. Because uh, you didn't get this? Oh, oh yes, man. I did. I did see this one, but I had a lot of news and I always... It's a new nature-inspired uh, mixed-use Disney resort that will welcome families in 2022, along with uh, the picturesque shoreline of Bay Lake. Located between Disney's Wilderness Lodge and Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, this res- resort project... Uh, excuse me, this... <laughs> I can't even talk right now. <laughs> This resort project joins three others underway at Walt Disney World Resort, bringing a total of more than 1,700 new hotel rooms and proposed Disney Vacation Club villas online over the next four years. The deluxe resort, which will be themed to complement its nature, or excuse me, natural surroundings, will include more 
include more than 900 hotel rooms and proposed Disney Vacation Club villas spread across a variety of unique accommodation types. Here, I have a picture, so whatever that just meant. So let's go ahead and check out this picture. A lot of people have been on the buzz saying that this has not, this looks nothing, this isn't themed to Fort Wilderness whatsoever. Check it out. I got a picture for you. It does. No, it looks like a modern Fort Wilderness. So you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when you're in Spaceship Earth and you're punching in all of the cool stuff if you want to live in the with nature and the city. Oh, one of the lands? Right, what? One of the new lands that you're going to live in the future? Right, exactly. When you're done with the ride and right. it tells you where you're going to be living and things like that and how you're going to pick out your clothes. That's what this reminds me of. So at first I'm like, no, that looks nothing like, you know... Fort Wilderness. Fort Wilderness. But then I started thinking about Spaceship Earth and some of the concepts I've gotten on the ride when I'm in with nature. And I don't know. I, I think I think it might look kind of cool. I think it actually might just do what it says in this article and complement it, you know? This is very exciting times, though, Vicky, with Disney building all these awesome resorts. Let's just hope that that means they're not going to raise the prices so we <laughs> we can Well, they got to pay for it somehow, you know? They do a lot of awesome things, though. They got to make money. They got to they gotta have money to build all these cool things. They have to have them. Hopefully, they're not putting themselves nice in debt. <laughs> they won't. They won't. Let's see here. I have one more before I get to my final article I want to talk about. I saved the best for last. And once you hear it, you'll laugh. And it's be about like, yep. food. No, no, it's not. It's, it's So this one is, this isn't the last article, but Disney develops new rotating roller coaster ride vehicle. I'm sure you saw this. Walt Disney World or Disneyland guests could have a more dynamic roller coaster experience in store during their future theme park vacation. So basically, I won't read the article, but it compares a traditional roller coaster of just going through drops and loops to this one. I was kind of confused because somewhere in the article it said guests would be allowed to like change tracks from one track to the next during their ride. But then it was talking about or have the ability to change tracks. So maybe Disney will change the track on you. So what's coming up not may not necessarily be what is actually coming up when you look at it, you know. But then I, it also talked about how the vehicle itself would be could turn or spin. But that's like any other roller coaster. It spins, right? Like we're okay. there in Dino Land in uh, Animal Kingdom. So you can, maybe it's like Clue. You can have a different adventure every time. Right. I have no idea, dude. So let's go to my last article that is going to make me laugh. I want to talk about. You ready for this? Uh Uh-huh. Central Florida theme park injury report for third quarter. (laughs) See, I told you. (laughs) Because nobody gets that excited about that. I did not see this. Sadly enough, though, there aren't that many reports. (laughs) mean well you know usually we have a long list i think right. last time we did it oh my gosh it was like two pages long right it's not even a quarter of a page this I'm time so sorry so i wonder if like, they things, beefed up the safety well, i wonder if things aren't being reported come on now people are Maybe. still people are still stupid and do stupid things that's not gonna change <laughs> if anything it's getting worse let's see here some days all right to remain exempt, Vicky, from major inspection, major that is, Vickster and listeners, Central Florida theme parks must list all of their quarterly incidents and injuries with the state. This quarter's report, this is from July through September of 2018, covers a total of five incidents, three injuries belonging to Disney, and uh, let's see, there's two to Universal, we won't go there, Universal, bad theme park. <laughs> no injuries were reported. Okay. At SeaWorld, Legoland, or Busch Gardens. Oh, that's good. All right, let's go on to Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom. August 6th. Let's think about where we were. Where were we August 6th? I think we might have been here in some meetings before school started, right? I believe so. Right before we got kids, or we already have kids at that point. August 6th? Mm-hmm. We were still in meetings. All right. A female, 69 years of age. The guest was disoriented and unable to exit Space Mountain without assistance. So I guess she had to have assistance Wheelchair. to get out. Yep, yep. I have no idea. So let's see here. September, That's usually what assistance means. September 16th. Let's think about the 16th of September. Where were we? Oh, I remember. You I do? Remember. I can remember. <laughs> I was in my classroom. No, I don't know, dude. I remember up. I remember around mid-September. For okay. Some, and this is what's weird. I do because I was... There were certain things I was working on for the military, and so I remember it being that time frame, oh, okay. you know, mid-September. A 37-year-old male with pre-existing conditions lost consciousness after exiting. You want to guess this ride? It's in the Magic Kingdom in Frontierland. Splash Mountain. Yeah, Splash Mountain. Okay. That's kind of weird. I don't know. Pre-exit 37 years of age. That's young. She died? No, it's a male, 37. I said nothing about death. Okay, we can make that one up. (laughs) Died while riding. Well, I was going to say you can't die at Disney, so I was trying to figure out. Okay. 
Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of a joke. I. I can. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Okay. Oh. By the, oh. I'll talk about the Ziploc bags here in a bit. Epcot. Hey, you're gonna talk about that September on your show. September sixteenth. Seventy-nine year old female. She felt ill prior to and after experiencing <laughs> the seas with Nemo and friends. Are you kidding? Well, I guess she is almost 80 Maybe years old. Maybe she's got vertigo. She is almost 80 years old, and when those bubbles go past you, and your your little vehicle's going slow, it kind of feels like you're going super fast in the current, you know? I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Just saying. That's all I got for you, Dexter. For real? That's all I got That's all for the real. injuries. It's sad. I think it's about that time. What are we, about a little over an hour in? This is good. I don't know. My husband might kill us. We're on a roll. <laughs> All right, so Vixter, listeners, say it for me. Why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. October 24th. 2014, it is reported that Disney has confirmed that it will be removing the Sorcerer's Hat from Disney's Hollywood Studios in 2015. And I know... Remember when that came out? That was a magical day for Chrissy because she said she was so angry when they put that hat and it blocked the view. People were so upset when that thing was... When Disney released it was coming down. Well, I got upset just because that's how I knew. She got upset that it blocked the view that she originally... You know, it's just what you are used to, I guess. You know what I think about it? Eh. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. Like <laughs> I care less. October 25th, 1968. The This Day's issue of Life magazine featured Mickey Mouse's 40th birthday with an illustration of Mickey watches from the 1930s along with a new Timex watch that they retail sold for $12.95 and the total production meant to last a year was sold out within the first month. So they made a special watch for his 40th birthday. They thought it would last for a year and and they they were sold out in a month. Wow. They thought that the, they made enough watches that they would last that long and it didn't work out. I really out. hope the audience can't hear me chewing. I couldn't hear food. you until you just said that. <laughs> They're probably already tuned us off. Next eating food. I can't hear. I don't think they knew. October 26th. Ah, I lost the year. ABC TV's The Wonderful World of Disney airs the movie Tower of Terror for the first time. I've never seen this movie, by the way. No, me either. It was in the 90s. So it stars Steve Gutenberg, Kirsten Dunst, a disgraced reporter investigates an abandoned luxury hotel where five people mysteriously disappeared 60 years earlier. And it's an early attempt to uh, turning theme park attractions into movies. I don't know. I, I never did see it, though. October 27th. 1954, Walt Disney's very first television series, Walt Disney's Disneyland, named after his yet-to-be-completed park, premieres on ABC with the episode The Disneyland Story. This is actually pretty cool. So it says 30.8 million American viewers tuned in to what will be a tradition for more than 40 years. First, the viewers are given a quick tour of Walt Disney Studios, and they're introduced to Walt Disney's newest venture, a theme park that he's calling Disneyland. And the episode was directed by Robert Flory, it's the pu- is the public's first real exposure to Disney's plan for the park that he has in Anaheim and is still there today. The episode also features the song The Ballad of Davy Crockett as a coming attraction for the upcoming Crockett trilogy. And the Disneyland series will go on to air for multiple seasons under some 60, I mean, excuse me, six different titles. That's way different. Six different titles. So my dad, he talks about these shows all the time as a kid watching right. stuff. My dad loved Davy Crockett. I know because he'll, um, if he hears that, it's not on very often, but sometimes it'll be on a TV show or something and he'll sing along with it. It's pretty funny. October 28th, 1923, Mrs. Davis, which is the mother of actress Virginia Davis, wires her acceptance money to Walt Disney, or wires her acceptance of Walt Disney's offer of $100 a month for the daughter to star in his new Alice films. And although the Davis family had to move from Kansas City to California, Virginia's mother was a stage-struck housewife and she was excited that her daughter was going to be in show business. How funny is that? But I mean, if you were in Kansas City, that's a big move to California, so I could see you getting excited. October 29th, 1993, Tim Burton's animated The Nightmare Before Christmas debuts in U.S. theaters. 
a stop-motion animated musical dark fantasy film, is directed by Henry Sillick and produced and conceived by Tim Burton. It released by Tombstone Pictures. The film features the voices of Danny Elfman, Chris Sarandon, Catherine O'Hara, William Hickey, and Paul Rubens. This is the story of Jack Skellington being from Halloween Town, who opens a portal to Christmas Town. The idea for the film started as a poem that Burton had wrote while he was working as an animator at Disney in the early 1980s. Disney has decided to release the film under their Touchstone Pictures banner because they believe the film might be too dark and scary for the kids. <laughs> but now they're using it in their part. And the last one I have for this week, Nick, is October 30th. 2008. Starting on this day, Downtown Disney Florida hosts trick-or-treaters for a free happy haunting event from 5 to 9. So on the 30th and the 31st in 2008, they had trick-or-treaters come. Now, Disney, Downtown Disney, which is now Disney Springs, is humongous next to what it was in 2008. They had just a handful of stores. World of Disney, Team Mickey, Once Upon a Toy, Who's Corner, Disney Days of Christmas, World of Memories, The Pin Traders, The Pantry, and, oh, Disney Disney Quest Emporium was still open and the pin cart. That's pretty much all that was there in 2008. So the kids could come and trick-or-treat on the 30th and the 31st from 5 until 9. But it's a safe way to trick-or-treat. That was a lot of history. Thank you for bringing that to us. Oh, no problem. Thank you for, you know, and you do a great job digging into that stuff and pulling it out for all of us. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you talk about week to week that some some stuff I remember from years previous when you, you know, when you I try to pull different stuff. If I can. No, oh, I know you do. And like this, I didn't know. Like, this was awesome. Yeah, I like the trigger training thing. And the one thing I was going to ask you, but you said you didn't watch TV, is you need to get on YouTube and watch the 25th anniversary of the Hocus Pocus. I know, I need to. I need to get That there. was so good. I bet it was. It, I'm thinking about ordering on Amazon just so Colin can see it. He's never seen it. Well, if you... I wish there was a way that we could doubt... I w- there has to be a way you can take it off your DVR. They did the pop-up version. I watched it all last week. They were running it off and on. What do you mean the pop-up version? Is it still running? Oh, or yeah. They-, they got it running. You mean the sh- the movie? They're the, 20, be ru- the, the 25th anniversary edition. Um, 25 years, right? No, it is. I meant they had a big bash on Saturday. Oh, oh got it. Got and it, it was at the El Capitan Theater. Yeah, yeah. And um, they had a, like a costume contest and people went all out. Oh, that's awesome. Dressed that's in like so cool. this. Yeah, I thought you would like it. But anyways, um, it was really, really good. But they have a pop-up version of the um, Hocus Pocus movie where it like pops up and it says, Thackeray Binks was played by eight cats. And then this other pop-up that said, did you know Leonardo DiCaprio was first offered this role in, of Max before they offered it to this guy? And it's, Oh, I love seeing all that stuff. That's cool. Right. That's they, awesome. They, I probably have it on again, Nick. I can't imagine because they're going to run it 24 hours for Halloween. All right. Thank you so much, Vic. Hey, listeners, if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, simply text us 407-674-0414 or email us mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or if you'd like to book your trip and you just want that free quote, it's all good. Text us at 407-674-0414 or you can also email us on our travel side of it, travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Check us out on our social media accounts, Instagram, mousecapades underscore Nick, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. Make sure you put in The Mousecapades Podcast or our Twitter account over at Mousecapades Pod. Remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for all things Disney. And as always, Nick and I would like to thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Be sure to listen to Friday's show as we talk about my most recent visit to the happiest place on Earth. You won't want to miss it. Well, Vixter, I think it is about that time. Peace. And love. Stay with us. Have Have a magical magical day, day, my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.